wonderful players. This is the Dominion League Weekly Podcast, a recap of this week in Dominion Games. I am your host, Strumpf, and this is the episode of April 17th, 2021. This week's nail polish is called Wild White Ways. I am bringing you this episode today instead of tomorrow because tomorrow I'm just gonna be too busy to record and, and produce this. Up front, thank you so much to Rosy Ross and Jack Dole for their very friendly corrections on how to pronounce their names. Thank you also to Shanahan who has reached out and was very, very kind and helpful. Everyone else, please feel free to reach out as well if I'm mispronouncing your usernames and you want to correct that. You can find me at Strumpf on Discord. So, let's look at what happened in League. Crabcat 2 and Sigmatic met yesterday for their match and they tied. Crabcat has still to win a match this season and for now Recycle Garbage still heads a one division. I always think of one division when I say it out loud. <laughs> also, I want more one division. Like, instead of Falconman and Winterboy, just give me more WandaVision, please. That would be nice. B1 is still led by pretty, 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 pretty. But in B2, Terra Cubist overtook preliminary first place from Akuchi. In C tier, Kelda overtook Lemon Spawn's first place in C1. C2 finally got their matches on, leaving a Moffat 11 and Nerdbound tied at number one. Tufte took the lead position from Assemble Me in C3. And Le Chateau Noir tied not too bad at the top of C4. Topher 1588 remains in the lead of D1. Monk FSH, Monk FSH overtook top position from Silla 14 in D2. Babetil overtook from Sir Lucasen in D3. And Snappy Boy tied with Gordu at the top of D4. Moving on to E. Mort is leading E1. The world remains number one for E2 with a current win rate of 72%. Viola Ninja remains number one for E3 with a 67% win rate. E4 players decided to enter the competition and Burn and Vende54 are tied at the top as of now. ZS remains at the top of E5 with a very comfortable 81% win rate in three matches. JMJ JMJ remains at the top of E6 and in E7 Person Man is currently in first position. So buckle up for the significant lead section because it's a lot. First of all, I'd like to shout out Sammy in B2, who is not currently number one in their division, but still has a 75% win rate in three matches. Shout out to Jackdaw, hi Jackdaw, in F3, who sits at 69%. Skizzolo, Skizzolo is still at 67% in F4. Ultimate Geek finished their matches in F8 with a 62% win rate. Mount Magus in F13 has 67% in 4 matches. Alunic in G4 is at 61%. 
Srimaruva in G6 finished their matches with 63%. Cat Don't Bark in G7 sits at 61%. Mordio 3 in G8 is still at 72%. Derpion, hi Derpion, in G9 has 69%. Say It With Your Chest in G13 is still at 67%. In the same division, Marmot Mania has 61%. Mike D1991 or Mike 1991 in H1 division finished their matches with a super impressive 73%. But will Plazek or Platzek take this win from them? They are at 71% in the same division and still have one more match to play. Two Hayes New in H2 has 75% as of now. The Antelope 117 in H3 has 61%. Pais in H5 sits at 63% after four matches. Username got taken in H6 sits at 67%. Ingix or Ingix finished their matches in H8 with 63%. Samothy in H10 sits at 62%. Marisi in H11 has 72% after three matches. Ginger is gin, ginger in H13 has a very impressive 82% with only eight games left to play. Gabump in H15 sits at 67%. Yalil in H20 has 62%. Or Bailey in H21 sits at 67%. We've got ZK1 or it's at kinds. In H23 with 69%. Group Master Flex in H28 sits at 62%. Ronba in I1 sits at 75%. In I3 we've got The Dark Lord at 68% and Skylar 602 at 60%. PB Arson in I13 sits at 67%. Danza in I15 has 67% as well. BM Leap in I16 has 75%. Nilofer or Nilofer in I17 sits at 61%. Kartik, Kartik in I20 at 61%. Black and Gold Oz in I21 still sits at 60% after finishing all their matches. AJL828 in I22 sits at 67%. Razi Raz in I26 finished her matches with a 68% win rate. Hi, Razi. Aglet still sits at 67% in I27. In I30, DFO David. DFO David. And JSKN sit at 78% and 61% respectively. Lindini in J1 has 62% as of now. Anilore, Anilore in J2 finished their matches with a 60% win rate. Kaspar in J3 has 67% after three matches, and in the same division, Smyrtle still sits at 60% with all matches finished. Jacob in J8 sits at 65% after they finished all their matches. Steve in J9 so far only lost two games in three matches which translates to an 89% win rate. Midi2312 in J11 has lost three games in three matches and currently sits at 83%. Quanv 
in J12 and Wardo 91 in J13 both stood at 78% with four lost games in three matches. In J14, Splattered Bits has 67%. In J15, we have Pirate Mafia with 68% and Pagier, Pagier with 63%. De Kretschmer and J16 finished their matches with 72%. Cecilia Duan in J17 still sits at 72% as well. In J21, Mr. Matt 24 has 83%. JM Steiner 98 in J22 has 67%. NSR in J23 and Not Rocket Science in J24 both have 69%. The Blue Machine in J24 has 60%. Supernick in J26 has a very impressive 83% after losing only four games in four matches. And finally, Cromulus in J29 is now at 60% after four matches. Oof. So, just so you know, I was reading out more than 50 divisions just now. It's, um, it's definitely the section of the pod that requires most prep work. And I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll just see how it goes over the next couple episodes. Yeah, maybe it's it's a bit too long. Maybe I'll have to curb the the percent the the shout out percentage. But we'll see. Moving on to size games for big games, we have another tie between Le Chateau Noir and Chestic, and. Kilohertz, <laughs> kilohertz, one against Bexor. Cyrus C and Minion Pan have still to play their match, which is gonna take place, I think, either today or tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's gonna be tomorrow. Medium Games crowned their champion last Sunday. Fika Monster took the title over Sierra Lundy. Sign-ups for the next round are open. Check out the Medium Games channel on Discord for more info. For small games, this round's first semi-final was decided last night, with Cat Don't Bark advancing to finals over Derpion. And for the second semi-final, Malta will meet Kate2244. In base space, my Green Sea players, kindly finish your group stage until tomorrow. The players who made it through for the rest of the groups are Amoffet 11, Sweet John 33, Crabcat 2, PQR 4, Derpa, Earl, A1414, Extra, Jackdaw, Vimarcy, A Lotto, Hobo John 9000, myself, your humble host, Abby Webb, and Bell 22. If you want me to shout out your personal win or loss, or if you'd like me to cover additional Dominion tournaments, just DM me on Discord. For my personal week in games, I played two more league matches and I won a whole lot of exactly one game out of 12, which means that I'm very likely gonna demote this season, which is sad. But actually, it didn't bother me as much as the match two weeks ago did, uh, maybe because I could appreciate my opponent's skill more. Uh, it felt it felt like they played at a whole other level for myself, so it kind of made sense to me that they would win. I mean, it's not 
it's not fun to lose. But I was definitely no sad little dramatic panda bear this time. I think everyone who loves me still loves me. I think <laughs> I can still be a part of the league and the Discord and the community. And I can still do this podcast, baby. <laughs> And I'll probably be playing in I again next season. And that's okay. Thank you for joining my therapy session. So a preview of upcoming games this weekend is gonna be nuts. Later today, we have a League A match between Ihanda e and Recycled Garbage at 13 UTC. At 15 UTC, we have a League C match between Not Too Bad and Cardmaster. And then two League D matches, one at 16 UTC, Spiraler v. Cavo Sapien. And at 18 UTC, Jerry Dodd v. Chestic. Tomorrow, Sunday, is gonna be a popcorn day. We've got three B matches. Terra Cubist v. Akuchi at 1 UTC. Burning Skull v. Dr. Steelhammer at 14 UTC and Sammy v. McSennock at 15 UTC. At 15 UTC, there's also Cat Stealer 419 v. Gamesu for League C. Then we'll have the last match for the first round of big games between Cyrus C and Minion Pawn at 16 UTC. Heth and Pupetil meet for League D at 1730 UTC. At 18 UTC, we've got Nerdbound v. Singleti. For League C, another League C, Keldar and Joma at 18.30 UTC. And finally, Tracer and Naismith99 meet for their League A match at 19 UTC. Monday, 12 UTC, Assemble Me will play against Namek for League C. And Friday, 13 UTC, Kazumare 08.28 will meet a drowned colonel for league c and for our last segment the spec chat i've finished a book this week it is called four lost cities by annalee newitz and here's a quote from it about the medieval city of angkor in cambodia Angkor has been abandoned so many times in so many ways that loss has become synonymous with the city's identity. But we can place at least some of the blame for its quote-unquote lost city reputation on the French explorer Henri Mouault, who wrote a famous account of visiting Angkor Wat in 1860. His travel diaries, published posthumously, became a sensation and sparked a fascination for Cambodian culture in France. Da -da -da -da. Shortly after Mouault's journey... There, the French claimed Cambodia as a protectorate. In fact, Muo suggested modern-day Cambodians were too savage to have made such a city um, as Angkor, and that it must have been built by ancient Egyptians or Greeks. Only European scientists could possibly be trusted to study Angkor, given that the Cambodians themselves had allowed it to rot away in the jungle. It was archaeology as the white man's burden. The French craze for Southeast Asian civilization, inspired by Mu'u, reached a peak in 1878. In that year, the Paris World's Fair featured an exhibit of ancient Khmer art that French scholars had removed from Angkor and other Khmer Empire sites. In 1900, a group of French researchers made a permanent home in Southeast Asia. 
by founding the École Française d'Extrême-Orient in Hanoi. Then, in 1907, the EFEO took over supervision of archaeological work at Angkor, and their role continues to this day. In the early 20th century, this added academic credibility to the popular notion that the French had discovered Angkor and knew the most about it. It also led to French scholars mistakenly assuming that Angkor Wat was a European-style walled city and that the Khmer lacked their own distinct cultural traditions. A lot has changed since 1907. Many modern scholars have debunked the idea that Angkor had somehow gone missing and it just so happened that a member of its colonizing nation quote-unquote found it in time for his colleagues to loot its temples for the world's fair. As always, the truth is weirder and more complicated than the legend. And that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. You can find me on Discord for feedback. Also, if you are in command of the German language and you'd like to hear me rant about Disney songs, check out their podcast on Das Beast. The new episode is up there. It's about Disney's Atlantis. And I'll catch you next week. The game has ended. Bye.